I hate that for you, but I definitely <laughs> need a photo. So I'm going to text your mama. Hey, everyone, and welcome to episode three of Carpet Time Confessions. I'm your host, Deja. And I'm Tyler. And we are ready to do our check-in. How you, how you feeling, buddy? Um, I feel fine, I guess. You know, a little, I'm a little tired, I think. So tired. That's your thorn. Um, uh, I don't know. I don't think that tired's really my thorn. I'm thinking my thorn is probably leaving Chicago to come back to New York. I understand. But then again, my rose is also leaving Chicago to come back to New York. And I understand that even more. You know? That's good. So I'm glad you had a great time with your family. Getting to see them. It's always a story. Always a story. Happy when you go home. I definitely had a time (laughs) and a half. But uh, what are your roses and thorns this week? Hmm. That's a good question. Um, my thorn. Actually, no. Let me start with my rose, just because I just woke up from a nap. It was very brief. (laughs) It felt very good, (laughs) and I'm very happy about that. And do I have a thorn? I don't think I really have a thorn, for real. Again. Okay. Um, I don't know who this positive person is, but definitely thought that your rose would be that massage you got like yesterday. Oh, see, I forgot all about that. I probably have a thorn. I mean, I have a lot of things that, you know, are going <laughs> wrong right now, clearly, in my personal life. But, you know, you're just, just think positive things. But, Yes. That massage that I got yesterday, 10 out of 10. Bro, you need to go let somebody rub you down. OMG. Not just anybody, but somebody good, okay? Because that felt amazing, especially after sleeping in that bouncy house on vacation. Being in New Orleans for, I don't even know how many days we were there, three, four. And that hotel bed was just not comfortable. Like, it was not doing it. We it, were sleeping on basically a waterbed. It was so bouncy. It, honestly, it wasn't waterbed because I've slept in a waterbed before. This was not that. The bounce, like, it would have been ideal for a seven-year-old with their socks on to get up and jump because have a grand it, just, time. it wasn't it wasn't doing what we needed to do in terms of supporting us when we slept. I am too, I'm at the point now where I can say I'm too old. I am too old to sleep on a surface like that. Like, mm-mm, I need some firmness to my mattress. <laughs> this is not it. So, like, no. Some people like soft mattresses, though. Like, But that I wasn't mean, soft. That was bouncy. It was. It was like springs. And it's like, they're, these little roll-up mattresses that I got, like, there's no springs in there. Um, I just don't understand. It it was very interesting, but I don't want to experience that no more. I'm glad to be back in the bed and to have gotten my massage. Love that for you. Random question. Is your bed like, was your bed one of the beds in a box or like, did you get a real mattress? No, I think it was one of those that like you have to leave out for 24 hours for it to rise. mm -hmm. I don't remember, but I mean, I don't remember where it came from, but yeah, it was definitely one of those. And it's comfortable. I mean, mine is comfortable too. I was just asking. Hotels, like what's going on here? 
Get y'all some. Y'all can't do better than that. <laughs> Get you a little roll up mattress. Let it let it unfurl. I don't know, but I guess I'm grateful for that bouncy bed because it led me to my massage, which okay. was great. And it was so like calm and serene, and you know. I love a good vibe. Mm-hmm. And the vibes were there. Like, it was just so pretty. And there was a sound machine going. And Oh, you and a sound machine. A, and it was, like, ocean waves and stuff. 10 out of 10. I mean, I really couldn't. I, I could wish for nothing better. Wow. Okay. I'm so glad that your rose was so rosy after <laughs> I had to remind you. Yeah. That's all right. Sometimes you need reminders, you know? <laughs> All right. For our news update this week, I kind of want to do something like lighthearted and fun. So we are looking at an article from Education Week and it's titled The Back to School Traditions Teachers Swear By. So you are getting ready to start your school year in what, maybe like three weeks? Something like that. And I just first wanted to ask you before we read through these, are there any like back to school traditions that you either do with your classes, with your kids, projects, like getting to know you activities, anything, any tradition, no matter how big or small that you like to do at the beginning, or maybe even something that like you do for yourself? Uh, for myself is, uh, probably a cry. Got to get one of those, uh, preschool year cries out. Definitely uh, on the list. Definitely. Who knows? Like, cause you never really know what's going to come. So you just got to let it out now. Yeah. And just then. Just cry for everything. Cry for the yeah. bag. Cry for the bag. Just cry a little bit. Um, as far as like traditions, I'm like, uh, I, I don't think that I have any like traditions like generally generally is such a hard word to use when like you started teaching when we started teaching because you got one regular mm-hmm. year then you then it then you started another one but then you know COVID and then and then you COVID and then COVID and still yeah <laughs> COVID, COVID and yeah. monkey box anyway so like the uh the systems like in school were different, like starting like, oh, we're going to do an SEL week and ease into it, right, was what we were doing like two weeks ago. And then like last year was residual, like, do we need to ease in again? This year is like, do we need to ease in again? Who really knows? Um, So like, that's weird. And it's like hard to begin. And then you always want to be in with like an icebreaker, but then like kids mm-hmm. hate them. Uh, and they that's are the content area difference like your children would hate something like that no baby at the elementary age they're eating it up I'm just thinking like I'm running out of games and icebreakers to think of because that's all they want to do is play games no like icebreakers they're they they they're so resistant they really hate like a lot of them like um sometimes depending on like the group size you could get into a two truths and a lie like they'll be down for that or um of course, something like that because it's spicy, right? Uh, so like something like that generally can go over well, but then it's also like that doesn't really get everyone involved necessarily. Mm-hmm. And then you know you got the kids that are just more quiet and the kids that don't want to speak or have like the social anxiety. Right, and it's always a thing. But then like a game like Mafia that really does get the crowd going. <laughs> but however, I be feeling bad sometimes when I be having to kill these kids off when I'm narrating <laughs> a story. And I'm just like the because <laughs> I just remember one year with my like TV studies class because like we could play games for longer in there than I can in math class. 
I grotesque. Honestly, I felt a little bit bad. I was like, please do not go home and tell your parents how I said that you died crossing the street. Like, but they really, they were like, miss, um, are we going to play mafia again? Like the internet's down. Let's go. That's because these kids are spicy. I'm telling you, they are here for the grind. They love it. They eat it up. Then it's like, he's like, oh, can I be the narrator? I'm like, sure, go ahead. Telling the wackest stories. Everybody's like, never mind. Never mind. You're done. You're done. Miss back in the hot seat. Honestly, it was, it was a kid, you know, too. Oh, you're going to tell me who it was later. I will. Okay. Um, but yeah, so aside from that, like trying to be a little bit lighter in the beginning, get to know, let them get to know me because I am an acquired taste. Mm-hmm. Uh, really got to set the scene. Are when, you when acquire you, taste? Yeah, because like, because they're scared. Some of them are going to be coming in scared, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know what I did. I don't know what. I don't know what it was, but the kids were scared of me, and so I really got to not undo it, but just let them know I'm not scary. I'm scared. You know? Yeah, I understand that. So yeah, those are that's what the traditions are looking like over here. Okay, okay. So, uh, teacher of the little ones, did you have traditions that you did every year with your kids? I didn't necessarily. I think kind of like you, there were a lot of things that I did with my kids, but they weren't necessarily beginning of the year traditions. A lot of the time, hmm, I'm trying to think of something I did maybe in the last two years since those kids kind of came together. And I'm like, what's something that I did with them that might have carry over? We did, oh, something that I started the second year or when they were in second grade, we started doing affirmations every morning, Mm -hmm. which was, I don't think necessarily a beginning of the year tradition, but we started it from the first day of school. So, and it was something that even when I wasn't there, when I was absent, if I wasn't in the room, like they were making sure those affirmations were said. So we started every morning um, at the carpet and in our little morning meeting, morning check-in when we did Roses and Thorns. And before we did Roses and Thorns, we would have our affirmations and they all just stood in a circle and there were 10 of them and we set them every morning and they probably have them memorized into their brains because literally as we are speaking, one of my children is texting me from her parents' phone. Uh, <laughs> can <laughs> you share the affirmations? Yeah, or at least one. Oh, let me see if I remember them all in order. Ooh. And the first one was, I am loved. I am important. I will try my best. Today is a fresh start. I choose happiness. Ooh. Then they kind of freeze there. But the last one, <laughs> it's, it's, it gets a little foggy right there. But the last one was, huh? Okay. Fogginess. Wow. Yeah. I don't, I don't remember the last couple, but those were the first few. Okay. The kids, if they, they would, they would literally be ashamed of me. <laughs> yeah, probably, like, they would be ashamed of me right now. What do you mean? remember affirmations now now i feel like i have to look it up just for them because i have this why do i have it because i make everything on canva and that's where that is also all right that's fine um you know maybe i need to start doing affirmations with my kids um i tell you you need to start with yourself 
Wow. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wow. Wow. Let's get into it. I don't understand why we have two there. I was really just trying to say, you know, it's a good idea for my kids to come into class every day and say it's a fresh start. Oh, yes. Today is a fresh start. Make sure they know that you come in new every day. Every day. You literally have to, like in teaching, you cannot bring in yesterday's nonsense into the next day or else Mm -hmm. you're going to hate them kids. You're going to hate them kids and you're going to quit on them kids a lot sooner than you probably <laughs> would have otherwise. Like, you bringing yesterday's stress onto today, baby, it's always stress. There's enough stress to be passed around. You don't have to You don't have to bring yesterday's into today. You have to wake up relieved and new. Okay, I found it. You ready? Mm-hmm. You're going to you have to cut that. These, these are the real affirmations. I'm not. I'm going to leave it all in. <laughs> I am loved. I am important. I will try my best. Today is a fresh start. I choose happiness. I get smarter every single day. My challenges help me grow. I am always willing to learn. I believe in myself. Today will be a good day. Aww. So those were our little affirmations. And then right after that, we would do roses and thorns every morning. And so that was kind of our tradition always. Mm-hmm. I used to literally have to write in my sub plans to allow them to do roses and thorns. Because if I didn't, oh, when I got back from wherever I was, <laughs> roses and thorns was an hour long. I'm like, y'all. If the principal walks in here, <laughs> what are we going to say? What are we going to say? Because we have to go ask one person, and that's me. Like, y'all are off the hook. Y'all are trying to set me up. But I loved it, and I think that's something that really made our classroom community super strong. Well, I love that for you and the little ones that you no longer teach. But super cute, super cute. Yes. So just a couple from the article, because there were just a couple of clips or quotes from other teachers. So one said, community building activities that build SEL skills and peer relationships, also social contracts, which I thought was really interesting. Those were all things that I did in my classroom. And the social contract, we wrote one of those like on the first day of school together too. And everybody signed in. It was like posted in my room. So I was glad to see that because that's kind of like something that I did that was in there. Um, another teacher said they start a time, a class time capsule the first day or the first week of school, and they keep it open until the last day of the school year. And that was all they put. But I was mm-hmm. like, I'm interested to know, like, and then what? Right. And then, like, when do you open it? Like, how, how much time has to pass before you open it? All right. Like, but, do y'all have a reunion or something? I'm interested in that. That would be cool. Yeah. Well, I guess it would be, oh. Because it stays open to the last day of the school year, so you have the whole year to put something in there. So when can I read what I put in there? Yeah. Honestly, at first I was super confused because I'm secondary. I'm thinking, I'm like, why this doesn't make. But if it was like a younger grade, I think it would make more sense because like. I'm thinking that somebody in your grade would be doing this. I'm like, oh, I would never do this. (laughs) Oh, I was thinking like, okay. And then like I leave the school like because you do. Like you were saying, great. Like now the kids and I don't know, left. I don't know. How high does the school go? Sixth grade? Nine, fourth. Yeah. No, fourth. They don't go to um, okay. Well, I don't know. I just think that it would have made more sense when it was like a younger grade because then it's like, okay, guys, it's been 10 years. Let's all come back to our elementary school and open that time capsule from yeah. whatever. I had my kids this year, though. They wrote letters to themselves that um, they are going to open up potentially if they're parents or themselves can keep up with it mm-hmm. on their 18th birthday. Oh, wow. And so they just wrote like a letter talking about 
where they like right now in their life, what they think they're going to be doing or what they want to do and all this stuff. Cause we spent time talking about careers and that's when <laughs> that's so funny because that's when I first started like introducing them to the idea that I'm not going to be a teacher forever, but it mm-hmm. all started, we had to come up with a business plan. That's what we were doing for social studies. And so I ended up like tying social studies and writing together And once we learned about the business stuff and came up with a business plan, they all had to create a business. And my business was a coffee shop. Mm -hmm. They were like, "Uh, what? What do you mean (laughs) coffee? Like, we know you had this coffee maker. We smell this coffee every morning. What do you mean you leaving us to go open a coffee shop? Why did they all go home telling their parents I was going to open a coffee shop? (laughs) Oh, my goodness. When I tell you, there were like five parents that texted me like, congratulations on your coffee shop. I'm like, what? (laughs) Kids are the biggest liars. I'm like, I just caught my heart out up there telling y'all about my dreams and my passions. And y'all went home and told y'all parents I'm opening a coffee shop. Maybe that y'all just really believe in me. And I should love that. But like, why would y'all lie? Because I didn't say that. I never said that. So yeah, the letters... They wrote those and they really enjoyed it. And I'm excited to see because a lot of them I know I'm going to still know them by the time they're 18. Mm-hmm. It's inevitable. So I'm excited to see like what they actually do. And some of them, a lot of them, I took pictures of them on my phone. So I have copies of them too. So I'll be able to be like, oh, you lost this, but look what you said and look what you're doing. Get mm-hmm. together. <laughs> or I'm proud. Either way. Cool. Um, I have a question. Circling back to those social contracts, is that just like norming a classroom and then making everyone sign something? Yeah, it's kind of like rules. Yeah. But like, I didn't make any of the rules up. The kids made all of the rules. Well, yeah. Okay. So I guess I left that out. I We we do norm in the classroom where it's like mm-hmm. one mic and it's like, y'all lying. <laughs> it's never going to be one mic in here. <laughs> Um, don't sleep. Y'all lying. I didn't even say it. Y'all said it. Y'all gonna be knocked. Um, and no, see, and that was the other thing. I didn't let them put stuff on there that I didn't think they would follow because mm. the point of us having these rules is that we're agreeing on them to abide by them. Don't put something up here just to be wasted. My handwriting on this paper, like, no, Mm-mm. don't you see? Didn't you tell me? That you would keep all objects, materials, hands, and feet to yourself. And here you are throwing markers across the room. You said that. Not me. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Give me them blocks. Mm. Wow. I don't ever write mine. I'm not allowed to do the writing um, in my classroom because the kids are dragging my handwriting every day. Yeah, I'm not even going to lie, bro. Your handwriting oh. ain't the worst. No, no, no. <laughs> Your handwriting is not the worst. Uh-huh. But... You know you have some gripes with your handwriting in and of itself. So, like, come on now. I be doing my best. You do. And I don't think it looks that bad. But I can see why them kids talk about you because they New York City kids. That's what they're going to do. Yeah. Did any of your Columbia kids ever talk about your handwriting? I bet they didn't. They just sat there and looked at it and probably made their little comments in their heads. Um, sometimes they would say, is that a five or an S? And I would just be like, use context clues. Like, why would I be putting an S? Like, I know that we love variables in mathematics, but why would I write SO1? Obviously, this is 501. Please, please. No, that that was wrong. I'm not even going to lie. That, that was really wrong because five or an S. Baby, this is math. Keep up. Like, come on. We won't even use S's because... Literally, for that reason. We don't use S's for real. We don't use T's for real because they look a lot like plus signs. Like, come on now. That's funny. 
Um, let me see. Were there any other? Oh, this one. This is the last one that I'll share. This one was kind of cute. And I kind of had my parents do something like this for my kids, but it wasn't a tradition. Mm-hmm. Having teachers ask parents to respond in writing what would make it their child's best year ever. A simple request that often gives the teacher insights into who the child is and how to best connect with him or her also starts building the teacher-parent relationship. So that's a little cute little idea to get your own child inspired for the year, I guess. I don't have kids, so I just taught them. (laughs) I don't really know what y'all do at home with them, but um, yeah, you know send them a little note they always loved doing that I had my parents before we took our star test I asked all the parents like two weeks in advance so I could try and get one for everyone Mm -hmm. but then I also wrote them all a letter so that the kids who didn't have one would have one if their parents forgot and they just wrote them a letter like encouraging them on their star test and the kids didn't know and so when they got to work got to work ew (laughs) (laughs) When they got to school and I had them like doing their morning stuff, taking out their folder, putting it in the tray. I was like, oh, don't put your folders in the tray. Put them in your desk this morning. And they were like, Mm-mm, we can't have nothing in our desk. Like, no, no. You said, I'm like, I know what I said. Put your folder in your desk. Relax. Listen to me. And some of them were crying. It was so cute. Oh, wow. Not not children's tears. Children's tears of joy. Right wow. there in 506. SO6? <laughs> Or SL6 if you were writing it on the board. Probably. All right. Thanks. So, yeah, those were just some traditions that other teachers say that they like to do in their classroom. Feel free to share with us on Twitter or Instagram. Maybe I'll put a poll up or something. Like, what are some traditions that you like to do to either begin your year or that you use in your classroom all the time? And let us know. Yeah, talk to us. Ready for word association? <laughs> no. <laughs> do you want to read first or do you want to go first? Answer first. Uh I can read first. <laughs> All right, I'm ready. All right. Power. TV. Distance. Long. School. Learning. Hive. Beyonce. Goal. Inspire. And last word is trip. Well deserved. Okay. (laughs) All right. I don't have as many words as you. Oh, I don't know how many words I had. I don't know, but I know I don't have that many. I mean, five. Okay. (laughs) Okay. You ready? Mm Mm-hmm. Routine. Boring. <laughs> wow, Tyler. Wow. Sorry. Spicy. Tamale. Notebook. New. Blue. Color. Rain. Bow. <laughs> <laughs> the face that she just made. I wish everybody could see that face. That was that was priceless. You know, all that talk about back-to-school traditions really got me thinking that maybe the two of us should just talk about what our traditions are, right? These could be the traditions that we did in our classroom, the traditions that we did in any school level, because we've been back to school many a time. Many. Still doing it, sadly. (laughs) 
definitely am still doing it. I mean, it starts Monday. Wednesday, something like that. Yeah. Well, not for me. No, for me. Oh. Going back to school, yeah. Right. Yes. Yes. mm, Yeah. Yes. It starts, uh, not Monday, I think Wednesday. I thought it started Monday just because Monday, but no, it's Wednesday, Mm. the 24th. You know, a back to school loves not being on a Monday. Like, right. Why? Why can't we just start fresh? Don't <laughs> don't tell me to come back on Thursday. Don't tell me to come back on Thursday. Why are you telling me to come back on Wednesday? It is hump day. Are you kidding me? Uh-uh. If we're not starting on a Monday or Tuesday, don't do Literally, it. Literally, if it's not Monday or Tuesday, you might as well just catch throw, me next week. Throw the week away. Ridiculous. That's a tradition that schools have. Why do y'all have that? Somebody yes, tell no. us. No, like my students are starting on a Thursday. No. No, no they're not. Horrible. I literally wouldn't show up to next Monday. And the, most of them don't. A lot of them yeah, don't. Because that's ridiculous. Give me my two extra days of freedom. Come on. Don't be selfish. Right. Don't be selfish. So what were some of your, let's start with childhood. What were some of your childhood traditions that you had going to school stuff you did before to prepare for the year well um growing up I I went to the same school from pre-k all the way through eighth grade right like at one point I used to live um in like downtown Chicago and so like I went to a school like where you're like super young pre-k like where you still do nap time and stuff mm-hmm, fancy <laughs> <laughs> But then when I like moved, we, uh, it was like half day preschool, half day, I think it was half Mm. day preschool, half day kindergarten. And so I went to that same school in that same building all the way through eighth grade. And mostly it was like, it was like the back to school was the excitement of buying new clothes, but that had to... Yeah, but that had to be within reason because I wore a uniform like forever up until I went to high school. I did not know that. We've been friends for too long for me to not have known you were a uniform from jump to high school. And I don't know. I don't know how you didn't know. But I mean, it's not like something I just like talk about all the time. But it's also not like it wasn't private school. So it's not like it was a plaid skirt situation, Mm. plaid skirt button up. No, it was just blue and gold. That's why you got on that shirt today because you're still (laughs) repping. No, (laughs) it was just blue and gold. But like the gold could be yellow. Like they were they weren't super stringent on if it was actually gold or not. But I'm like, just say it's blue and yellow then because nothing is really gold. Literally nothing. Like are we 70? Yeah. No. Say yellow, sweetie. No. And we say blue, like we mean navy. And like, I don't know, would be eating the girls up about navy and black. (laughs) But the way that my mom and grandma would be in a store, like, is this black or is this blue? And I'm like, y'all, this is black. I can't wear it. The way that I can imagine them having this whole discourse and it ended in your mama being mad, especially if she was wrong. Like, no, this is this not navy, this is black. And then get home and your pants black. Like, oh my goodness. And you had to be the one to tell them, especially if you weren't there. No. I hope you was always there. Oh my goodness. <laughs> like, first of all, wearing a uniform, like 
It kind of sucks. Like, in some ways, I can, like, understand, like, the pros of, like, uniform and things. But, like, oh, my goodness, it sucks. And then pants be uncomfortable for the most part. Like, if you're buying, like, the uniform pants at, like, the store that sells uniform clothes, them crusty polos that's always the same. Like, crusty like polos. The, oh, they were so crusty. Like, dingy. Like, they would be dingy after oh, wear wow. number two. Like, and especially, like, I'm a kid, and, like, we playing outside in the morning, like, we have gym, and, like, you have to wear, and mind you, first of all, you gotta wear a uniform school, then you got to change clothes, like, no, actually, you don't change, you have to wear a different uniform on gym day, because we didn't have gym every day, so it's, like, you have to put on the school-specific gym clothes on gym day, or else, like, you get in trouble or can't do Wait, gym. They had y'all changing gym clothes in elementary, like, grade school, like... K, not K, probably, because imagine a kindergarten teacher trying to change some kids. This is close. Well, like, no, you weren't supposed to change. You were just supposed to, on Come to on, school with on, yeah, on those days, you came to school in your gym clothes, like, and that was your outfit for the day. So what about when gym is over and, and I smell, like, the garbage can in the back? Like, <laughs> like you just smell the garbage can in the back, like, you weren't changing. Like, you simply just showed up in, like, the school paraphernalia for gym class. And then, like... You know, like when you're younger, girls like are wearing skirts and stuff. And uh, it was like, if you had a skirt on, ooh, baby, you could do gym in your skirt, but not in your skirt. You know, well, different strokes for different folks. <laughs> because <laughs> this is really just, I cannot believe this. You are not, first of all, why would your mama send you to the school? I need to call her. Why would she send you there? Because what you are not about to do is tell my baby they got to come to school in their gym clothes for yeah. one class period of gym, and then they have to sit in those clothes all day? Yeah. Oh, no, sweetie. Y'all would have, catch me in the bathroom getting out of this shirt. Like, no, I was wearing that school shirt, like, all day. And then it's like, the bottoms, like, could vary, right? So it's like, granted, I absolutely hated skirts even when I was younger because I don't and didn't know how to sit in a skirt. So when skirts, now you can't catch me in a skirt today. Okay, <laughs> you won't find me in a skirt today. Uh, but a skirt that was like some form of currency. Like it was a skirt was a superpower. Well, right? Because it's like I can do gym in this. You really yeah. could. I used to love little skirts here and there. I didn't really like them because I'm like. Why are you giving me skirts? I know yeah. how to be a lady. I mean, not skirts. Squirts. Why are you giving me shorts under here? I know how to be a lady. Well, I didn't. And let me tell you, the skirts was crusty too because they was the same material as a uniform pants. And it's like, you ain't wear uniform, but like, do you grasp the concept of uniform pants? I'm imagining some stiff They're pants. They're stiff. That's like, it. I can't even like, what is the fabric? I don't know. Is it cotton? I don't know. I think what we should do is take a field trip to a uniform store. Is Zemsky's a uniform store? Like Zemsky's? Do you not know what I'm uh -huh. talking about? What is Zemsky's? <laughs> You've never heard of Zemsky's? Never in my life have I heard of anywhere named Zimskis. Okay, well, I'm pretty sure that I used to frequent a Zimskis when it came time to go back to school. And I'm pretty sure that it's a uniform store because I drove past one when I was just back at home and I had gone to return my shoes. There's a Zimskis and I think that they sell like uniform clothes. Like I think they sell scrubs and then like <laughs> uniform clothes. And um, no, no, I don't. Mm -mm. Zimskis is sounding like rainbow for uniforms. Oh my gosh, is Zimsky's <laughs> rainbow for uniforms? Zimsky's is giving rainbow for uniforms, <sighs> if you ask me, but 
I I don't even know where I thought people bought uniforms for like Walmart. Um, I think that you could, but like Walmart wasn't a thing that I knew about or frequented when I was younger because there wasn't one in my neighborhood. Yeah, I have one up the street from my house, but I'm not gonna lie, I didn't frequent it. I hate that Walmart up the street from my house. <laughs> Anybody that ever been in there, you know why. Like everybody just hates it. I don't know what it is. I don't know if that's the closest Walmart in that like vicinity. Yes. Like, I don't know what it is, but something about that little suburban Walmart, it don't feel so... It feels worse than your average Walmart. Let me just mm-hmm. say that. Like, okay. the average Walmarts... And I didn't become a Walmart girly until we until lived... Until college. I was just about that. Yes, until we lived across the street from Walmart at the dance. <laughs> Maybe. Because why would Walmart... I go up the street and Walmart is across the street and 24 hours? Exactly. Now, I... I'm also not a Walmart girly. I actually loathe Walmarts. Like literally loathe it. Never what, go in there. The one that's now like in my neighborhood. That's it's still like you can't walk. You wouldn't walk to that Walmart. It's mm-hmm. kind of far. But like I hate it so much. And the only place that I like was like fine with Walmart was in college. And it's like no Tino shade to a Walmart. But maybe all to all shade to the Walmarts. Like the only acceptable time to be going to Walmart. Well, actually let me not they got affordable prices. Like I understand people frequent a Walmart. I do I get it. Not me. No. Let me tell you why I don't get it. And not shade to anybody who shops there. Shade to Walmart. <laughs> I'm going to come here for these affordable prices and the shelf is going to be empty. What am I buying? <laughs> what am I getting at Walmart? Nothing. Now I'm in here looking at other stuff that is either picked over, knocked down, in the wrong place. Like, it's just not appealing to the eye. And I like a good vibe. I'm a, I'm a vibe girly. The Walmart vibes are not for me. A Walmart is literally always chaotic. Like, it's actually always. never calm. It's never calm. So, no. That, I don't even remember how we started talking about Walmart. Oh, uniforms. Uniforms, yeah. You thought people got their uniforms at a Walmart. And some people do get their uniforms at a Walmart because I'm pretty sure that they sell those polos and like a three-pack that I said were crusty. And let me tell you, Walmart clothes... I see all the girls on Instagram and TikTok rocking that Walmart fashion. So stop getting y'all kids uniforms from Zimskis. Go over there <laughs> to that Walmart and get them some clothes that's not going to give them paper cuts on their legs. Give them what they deserve. They deserve them soft little $3 shirts because I have plenty of them. Go get, go get y'all baby some Walmart uniforms. They deserve better. Yeah, we got to elevate past that. But so, like, the back-to-school thing was riddled with uniform buying. Now, um, when I got, like, a little bit older, and because I used to spend a bit of my summer in St. Louis with my cousin, mm-hmm. and they would do tax-free weekends in St. Louis. Mm. Girl, ain't no tax-free weekend in Chicago. No tax free. When I first heard that when we moved to college, I was like, "What's tax free? What what that mean? What what can I get on tax free weekend?" Like, ain't no tax free weekend in Chicago. But so, like, I would generally be because my cousin's birthday is early August. I would generally be in St. Louis around the time of the tax free weekend. The tax free weekend opened up so many doors because we're at the mall. <laughs> we're at the mall. I can see things. Mm-hmm. I can see things that aren't sold at Zimsky's. <laughs> But are still blue and yellow. So, baby, when you when I tell you I started wearing some Aeropostale to school because Aeropostale really did love a blue-yellow combo. They did. Love the blue-yellow blue combo. I'm thinking about this shirt that this girl that I went to high school with wore. Mm-hmm. She Was wore it blue out. and yellow? Yellow, wore it out. Mm-hmm. Dressed down. <laughs> probably had it. I probably had it. I was probably wearing it. 
Um, but so like finding those like little like uh I don't loopholes in the uniform. Mm-hmm. Putting a little fashion twist on it. Yeah. With air apostle was- shirts and ties. Air apostle shirt, a vest and a tie, but a vest specifically a halter vest that didn't make any sense, like describing it, it doesn't make any sense. Like because I always knew deep down inside you were a hot girl. I always knew. <laughs> and this halter vest is giving you were a hot girl and you don't even know it. Like, oh, this halter vest over a yellow shirt and that tie, the blue tie with the yellow like accents and lighter blue accents in there. You couldn't tell me anything. But I, I can you. tell you right now that I was not cute. <laughs> <laughs> I impossible. Impossible. You know, Maybe the outfit wasn't cute, but you were cute. I will say that. I know you were cute. The outfit <laughs> might have been missing. You might have got docked a few points for the fit. Oh, it wasn't as fly as you thought it was, but it was not fly. you did your best. And I now did. I need to text your mama to tell her to find me a photo of you and said first day of school, <sighs> hot girl, halter vest. And the tie. And it's like, and mind you. And the tie. I am not wearing a collared shirt underneath <laughs> this vest. The tie so is a necklace. Like a the choker. tie is a necklace, okay? It's not under a collar. It's not nestled where a tie should be nestled. No, no, no. It's a necklace. That's an interesting choice, and I'm glad you've made better choices since then. And you want to know where I got the tie from? I could tell you. I could tell you. I hope not Zimskis. It's not Zimskis. It was Burlington Co. Factory. (laughs) (laughs) I know the store. I hate it. But we're not even going to go on that. We're not even going to go down and drag Burlington. We're not here for that. We're here for traditions. And my tradition was to not go to Burlington. Oh, mine was to go there. Okay. Because if it's one thing my grandma loved, it was a Burlington Coat Factory. That sold everything but coats. Everything but coats. I ain't never seen a coat in a Burlington Coat Factory. I've never seen anybody looking for one. (laughs) That's for sure. Like, I've seen people purchase baby clothes, cribs, luggage, all types of jewelry. Never a coat. I ain't never seen nobody buy no North Face out of Burlington. No, because you're just not, and you're not gonna find any in there. You're Let's right. be real; it's no right. coats in here. Where the coats at? Burlington Coat Factory. Tell us the people want to know. Yeah, no. Well, me not ever wearing a uniform mm-hmm. because that's no, not my brand. Back to school shopping was my jam every year. I always look forward to it. With a mother like mine, we were waking up every day in the summer like, we're going here, we're going there, we're going everywhere, and you're not going to eat while you're out. You're going to be hungry, but you're going to have some clothes. And I was, fine, I don't need the McDonald's today. As long as I can go in Foot Locker and get me two new pairs of back-to-school shoes, absolutely. I will always make sure we got, we always got two pairs of shoes. That was a tradition, like gym shoes. So we could always pick which kind we wanted, and I was always so excited about that. Sometimes the choices were questionable. I'm not going to lie. You had light up sneaks? Ew, no. Wow. Oh, okay, no go shade. for me. No shade. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as I said it, I'm like, she had light up sneakers. And I hate that for you. I hate that. <laughs> I do, but I was not that girl. No, you're not about to give me any light up. I don't want nothing that light. Give me the stuff that that is fly, that's in, that's popping, that's going to have everyone's attention on me. That's what I wanted, but I didn't really the want light ups. attention on me. No. Oh. Like the good attention. Oh. <laughs> oh 
So we always did that. And yeah, I just loved back to school shopping. I don't really enjoy shopping now. I feel like I'm traumatized from how much I would spend in malls. Like when I get in malls to this day, I overheat when I get in the mall. Like I, shopping is not fun for me. I get there. I'm stressed out. I know I'm going to be here too long. It's too many people. Like I don't like it. But the back to school shopping. Oh, we loved it over there. We 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 loved it. Me and Tyler, we would always be ready. Like, oh, girl, we going to the mall today. We're going to get us some new clothes. What store do you want to go in? It definitely got better for me, like, when I got, like, older and didn't have to wear a uniform anymore. But, like, my family, excluding my mother, because, like, it's weird. Me and my mom are, like, polar opposites, but then, like, also, <laughs> somehow my mom is, like, opposite of every, literally everyone. Polar opposite. Um, Nobody in your family is like your mama. No. Nobody. <laughs> no. So maybe, maybe she's the one that's adopted and not me. Because <laughs> um, I fit in. Um, But she, like, does not enjoy shopping. Like, she enjoys things. She likes yeah. to have things. But, like, shopping for the things or, like, trying on the thing never has been her jam. And so, anytime I would go shopping, it was never with her unless it was, like, do or die. Like, unless it was, like, crucial. Like, we were on a mission and we were getting these things. But any time that it was more leisure, I was with literally everyone else. I was with my cousins, my, with Myra, Gwen, I'm Margaret. Like, I'm with Jackie and her mom. And, like... Again, it's summertime, me and Jackie are together, and we are hiding out in the shoe section because that's where the seats are, because our family is taking forever shopping literally throughout the whole entire department store that we've just like, we're starving, looking for a snack, a chip, a crumb. Why do Black families love to starve children when they go shopping? Let's talk about that. Why did we all have to starve at the mall? Give us some french fries, a pretzel, please, a pretzel auntie Annie, please. <laughs> now, my mama, my mama would buy us a pretzel. I'm not going to hold you. Oak Brook Mall, outdoor, that little Auntie Annie's downstairs right there. Mm-hmm. It's so small. It's about three people that could fit in there. <laughs> and that line would be out the door. But she would make sure we got a pretzel at least. But a pretzel wasn't enough. Let me tell you why. Because I got to share it with my sister. No. Mm. I don't want to share with her. Then they came out with those pretzel bites. That's the same amount. It's just cut up. No. Give me my own. I don't know. It feels like pretzel bites seem like more than like a pretzel. Like I There like- might be a few more, but it's still not enough for me to want to have one and her to have her own. No. No, I get that. And I, I think that... If we were with Jackie's mom, that's when we were more likely to get a pretzel. If I'm with my family, it's really nothing. It's nothing. It's no reprieve until the store is closed. And then we got to go and sit down at a restaurant and eat. And you got to wait until they bring your food. And so you got to suffer more. Starving. Yeah, no. Starving the youths. That's what the black families are doing. But yeah, we spent a lot of time like at the mall and a lot of time going to like find an outlet situation. Oh, mm-hmm. you know people love outlets. Yes. And so when we would go to, oh, what was it? Michigan? I want to say it was in Michigan. Lighthouse. It was the lighthouse 
mall or lighthouse outlets, whatever it was, we would like go there when I got like older and more in like high school and they had all the outlets and we'd go. We'd also stop on the drive back from St. Louis at the Tanger or Tanger mm-hmm. outlets or whatever. Yeah. Used to be in them stores. I now <laughs> at that point when I was older and could like pick out the things that I actually like to wear, I was having a better time until we had to go to like the Chico's and I had to wait on them. Yeah, no. No. Never trying to go and wait on anybody in Chico's. Absolutely not. But the thing about it was... My family stayed in Chico's. So did. Like, (laughs) you about to buy out the Chico's? Where are y'all even going to be needing all these clothes? Uh Uh-uh. Do not do them like that. You know they always going somewhere. Don't. I'm not even going to let you do that because they are booked and busy. Okay, they booked and busy, but they still just be with each other. Like, y'all don't got to show up and show out. And they said, we going to show out. (laughs) And I appreciate that because they always look fly. You know, they did like stay dressing like whole family was dressing. Meanwhile, I'm bummy, but it's okay. (laughs) Meanwhile, I'm out here with my halter vest and tie. Because they let you be who you are. And that's why. (laughs) I'm not going to sing that, but I wanted to. But I know it's going to sound bad. And that made me think about another tradition that we used to do a lot. Mm -hmm. But it was like as a family, we used to always go to... Wisconsin Dales. Oh, wow. Because it was close enough to drive. Mm-hmm. And we loved Great Wolf Lodge so much. Like, you couldn't tell us we weren't in Paris. Great Wolf Lodge was my Paris as a child. I'm not like. <laughs> I'm not going to say it wasn't because it was me and my sister. You don't understand the excitement. We have been there so many times, but the excitement that would leave my body when my mama would say we were going to Great Wolf Lodge. You don't have to take me anywhere else. I could be a Great Wolf Lodge girly the rest of my life and enjoy that. You just said Great Wolf Lodge was Paris. It was. Like, we loved it. We had the time of our life every single time that we went. And we would go usually in the summer before school Mm -hmm. would start sometime. And I just loved it. Like, if you got kids and you live somewhere where there's a Great Wolf Lodge, if you don't have kids, because... I'm going to be honest. (laughs) When both of my sisters graduated in May Mm -hmm. and they came down here to visit me in June, I was going to book us a room. And like, that's how much we love it. I was going to book us a room so that we could go to Grey with Log as three grown people. Like, because why not? So we're going to go. Tyler and Aaliyah, when you're listening and you hear this, we're going to Great Wolf Lodge. Even I don't it's think just I've ever been to a Great Wolf Lodge. And like, you're coming, so I just, don't worry. Next time we all in Texas. <laughs> I just don't think that I have been there. Like, because the children in my family are non-existent. It was me and Jackie, and Jackie lived in a different state. Like, ooh, going to Great Wolf Lodge. Me, myself, and I? No. I mean, your parents. Your parents. My mom. Your family could have taken you that's the perfect place for them to like just sit you know my mama was not the active like I'm gonna get on the water slides with y'all and roller coaster she wasn't she didn't do all of that stuff so she would just sit in a chair yeah in the place and let us do us my dad was always doing whatever we was doing though because literally like he's more excited than we were. So my yeah. mom was just, y'all need something? Oh, y'all want me to get the food? It'll be here when y'all give it. Anybody need any water? I got mm-hmm. everything y'all need packed in this bag. I'm right here when y'all, when you need something, I'm right here. And she was always right there. And we would run over there from slide to slide and check in with her. And my daddy would be running right after us. 
Yeah, like, I hear you, but I didn't have anyone to run around with. No, with Jackie. That needs to be, like, y'all's thing. That was definitely not our thing. We we would go to, like, water parks and stuff in St. Louis. Louis. Yeah, yeah, we were always in St. Louis. In Chicago as often, so that sucks because mm-hmm. it would be a further. But Grey Wolf Lodge tradition that... And I love that even though it wasn't far, it still always felt like a vacation because it was something that they knew we liked and they still did it. Like, yes, we went to Disney World and stuff like that, but no, they love going to Grey Wolf Lodge, so let's just take them there because it's guaranteed fun. Wow. And that's where I found my love for Culver's. Taste how much we care. They used to be they said. (laughs) Wow. Not the Culver's expert over here. Well, I mean, yeah, basically, Wisconsin... And their love for cheese and butter burgers. Yeah. yeah. My love started there. What other traditions you got? We got. Um, okay. Hmm. Well, obviously getting a new backpack. Oh my goodness. This would be something that you would love. I <laughs> I used to love when I say used to, I do mean used to at this point. I don't love getting a new backpack, but I used to love getting a new backpack. And now I think that the average person would be able to make a backpack last more than a year. But I'm going to go with I wasn't your average person because whatever I had in there, it was doing wear and tear on these backpacks. And they used to be like Jansports. But like picking out that new backpack, like, am I going to go that one strap across the front? Because <laughs> one year I did go to, I had like a pink backpack that had like just the one strap wow. across the front. Yeah. You're feeling festive that year. A pink backpack? My favorite color used to be pink. You know what? I'm getting off the, I'm getting off the call. <laughs> Because this is the second thing that I learned about you today. You're never about to tell me that your favorite color used to be pink. I'm, I refuse to believe that. My favorite color used to be pink, but Myra, I don't even know Myra hated pink. And so she so was you like, switched it. Yeah. Wow. And so when I was younger, like the compromise of me of pink was purple because mm-hmm. it's like, okay, it's like, it's, it's, it's like a it's combo. Ugly. Oh. Purple is not ugly. Wow. I do not what? like purple. I don't. No. I do not like purple. No shades of purple. None. I don't. What? And I try, none. I don't. Oh my I don't. God. It's so oh. weird. But a I don't. lavender moment is still super that's my cute. Least, that's like that's number one that I hate lavender. Wow, I think lavender is reserved. <laughs> this oh, is I am. So oh no, no. I'm just be lavender for to me. To you, whenever I have had lavender on, yeah, warm lavender, yeah, I'm instantly seventy. I don't know what it is. I remember one time, oh my gosh, and I love my nail tech with all my heart. I do. <laughs> and I went in there and she knew that I was playing Jane because I'm always playing Jane. Well, not anymore. I actually get festive with my nails now. Mm-hmm. But I always used to only get like the same, like pink usually or some variation of like there's going to be pink in there. Mm-hmm. One time I was like, oh, let's do this lavender. Like that's cute. When I tell you I got in the car and I looked at my hands like... Why didn't I tell her I didn't like this? I knew from the first, that pinky she painted, Uh I knew I hated this lavender. Oh my goodness. My hands look like they didn't belong to me. Wow. So I do have a gripe against purple, but. I see. It's okay. Um, That's fine. So yeah, I went from pink to purple because it was an easy shift over and then just like to blue, which really also then became just like gray. (laughs) Yeah, you've had the evolution of favorite colors. Like, I don't even trust you. 
Wow. Um, okay. Do you have a favorite color? Um, well, I, nope. I think that it like oscillates between like blues and grays. I think it's um, gold. You think you think my favorite color is gold? Yep, that blue and gold, blue and gold, blue and gold. All right, all right, all right. Um, and that's definitely your mama's favorite color. Yeah, gold so is running your blood because my I will never color. forget one of the first times I saw your mama like in person. And she had some gold lipstick on, gold lipstick, gold eyeshadow, gold dress. I was like, this is gold a golden, earrings. golden woman. Golden she didn't even Golden girl. Yeah, she's definitely gold through and through. But no, I'm more I love I love a blue. I enjoy different shades of gray. I also like black, but yeah, definitely like blue. If I if I have to name like a color, I say blue all the time. Yeah. That's what I was expecting to hear. So Yeah. Even though like many things that I like own are like in the shades of gray family. Absolutely. Uh I say that as I, I look down at my gray rug and the gray pillow and the other gray pillow and the other and gray, the gray thing couch. and the gray couch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, the gray basket that's in front of me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but what were we even talking How did I get to these colors? Oh, that that backpack that, that had the one strap. Yeah, I loved getting a new backpack. That was a moment. And one chapter of my life, I had a yellow rolling backpack. <laughs> and I'm like disgusting. Like, whatever I had, like, <laughs> the backpack was like never neat, never organized. And there was always stuff in it. And then this yellow rolling backpack, because I remember it so vividly. Like, my teacher called me out. Like, it, it became a spectacle. We were going through it. And I definitely found like oranges in there. No, see, you were those kids that <laughs> made me mad. Like, please explain to me why your milk says August 28th and we're in November and it's still in your backpack that you bring to my classroom every day. Are well, you serious? Definitely oranges. Like, there was an apple juice in there that was probably fermented for bananas. <laughs> like, been in there. Oof. I didn't have bananas. It was just oranges and that, like, apple juice that shouldn't have been drinking by a child at least um but yeah i loved getting a new backpack i had that roller bag i outgrew the roller bag i said you will not catch me wheeling this down the hallway anymore um but my backpack let that go yeah i did um i definitely was in sixth grade i think i think seventh is when i let it go like i didn't carry it for seventh grade okay that seems reasonable but my backpack was always such a mess and like it still is i was just about to say let's not say was because i don't even live with you anymore but for the four years that i did Mm -hmm. anytime you opened your backpack first of all it was heavy as hell what's in here why why is this so heavy you do math you got a pencil and a a notebook like what why is this so heavy i don't understand it will always be so low on your back i'm like oh my goodness her back is gonna be killing her and yeah, it was always a mess. Stuff was just everywhere. You'd be finding index cards at the bottom, pencils, pens. I'm like, what? What? Okay. Yeah, it's um, <laughs> and, and the thing, and I used to lose stuff in there all the time. Like one time, like I had to turn my homework in, and I couldn't find it. I'm like, I promise, I did it. I promise, I promise, I promise. It's in here. Just let me look for it. And as I'm looking for it, a fight broke out in class. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! <laughs> This is like, this is either seventh or eighth grade. Like, I want to say it's seventh. Mm, 
it's either seventh or eighth grade and I'm like looking for my math homework and I'm just like flipping through like everything and then like all of a sudden chaos has erupted in front of me and like the kids are fighting like the people are gonna (laughs) pull people off of each other literally I'm sitting at a desk the desks in front of me have been moved because of all of the chaos or whatever and I'm still looking for my homework because I'm like I did this math homework. I promise it was math class. I'm like, nah, it's done. It's in here. So I'm just like flipping and flipping. I found the homework. The fight got broken up. But, (laughs) (laughs) you know, what can I say? What can you say? Any other traditions? Um, well, obviously buying like school supplies was a thing, but I feel like your mom was one of the people that would just get all that stuff when it was on sale and you didn't need to buy anything. Was she that person? Absolutely. Of course. I would, or we would go to the store, but now, let me tell you, because I said she was a sale girly through and through. If it wasn't on sale, I wasn't getting it. I I just wasn't. Jansport, I don't know if I even ever had a Jansport backpack. (laughs) She was not paying $45 for that backpack. And if I even thought about picking it up, she would give me a death glare. Like, put that back. Put it back. You got a backpack. She was pulling at you. You got a backpack in there. We got 17 backpacks down there that y'all have used some other point in time. Mm-mm. So I wasn't I wasn't really a jam sport girly. I always mm-hmm. wanted one. I mm-hmm. really did. Like I always wanted a jam sport because she was <laughs> never buying me one. I had oh, what was that brand? I remember it was pink. Sierra Mountain, maybe, or something like that. Yeah, that's that sounds it's kind of ringing a bell. Yeah, maybe. so I had one of those, but she definitely, we had always had more than enough school supplies for whatever we were doing because we also, during the summer and stuff like that, we drew and stuff and color all the time at home. So there was always just access mm-hmm. supplies there because we would always be coloring. Drawing, writing, sometimes on the walls. Oh. <laughs> that was always me, or the windowsills. I used of to get in course. trouble all the time because I would write my name in the windowsill and then say that my sister did. Uh, yeah, because that made a whole bunch of sense. The sister that was younger than me that couldn't even write. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I said kids lie. I said that earlier. <laughs> they do. They just do. <laughs> Yeah, I my cousin's mom definitely always had like school supplies and stuff ready for her because in St. Louis they also went back to school before I did. Because mm-hmm. um, city in Chicago public schools we used to start the day after Labor Day every year. Yeah, and, and I so, definitely started before you too. Because yeah, I would like always August. start back at the beginning of August usually. And so um, the, she would always have all her school supplies and stuff. Then I come back to Chicago and have literally nothing because my mom is not the type of mom to have gone and hit up the sale and got the stuff when it was like ten notebooks for a dollar. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's the day before Labor Day and we are out trying to make sure that I have pencils and notebooks and things. And so sales are out of the window. I'm just getting whatever I want. And yeah, that's fine too. You got the supplies you needed. That's all that matters. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, I think those were some good traditions. We talked about a lot of good ones. Do you have any, maybe say one like personal tradition that you have or something like to like to do at the beginning of the year or do for yourself? Maybe not even at the beginning of the year. Maybe at the end of the year, even. At the beginning of the year, I don't really have any, like, traditions, like, other than what I said earlier, that it's completely out of my mind at this point. 
but I don't really do any traditions. Like fall, <laughs> this is gonna sound ridiculous. Fall is one of my favorite times of the year, but because of the television season, mm-hmm. as well, the good stuff comes back. It is. And so I would have like countdowns and stuff to like Grey's Anatomy coming back or things like that. Um, I. I think I watch a little bit less straight up network television now. And so the like fall return dates are a little less like mm-hmm. set in stone for me, but I do still get in the mood because I do love spooky season because yes. I love, um, I love like horror shows and like horror movies. Like I love like that genre. And so just like starting spooky season a little bit early in September, I love to do. Or that kind of reminds me of a little bit a small tradition that we always had together. We always watched stuff during spooky season. Yeah. Like I remember watching Channel Zero. Channel Zero. I was gonna say the Halloween series. Oh. Because remember I hadn't seen it for real. <laughs> oh yeah. And we Halloween. sat and watched them all, but we always did that. You know, like the last okay, this is you know the last Halloween movies coming out this year. I saw that. I meant to ask you about it the other day. Girl, I saw it today. Um I was like <laughs> Thank goodness. Um, uh, I need to rewatch all of them, but no. So, like, I love that and getting into that like vibe and spirit, less mm-hmm. associated with school. But um, one thing that I have my students do at the end of the year, at least in my AP class, is I make them write a reflection, uh, and I tell them to come up with three things that they learned this year, and only one of them needs to be math related. The rest of them can be something that they learned about themselves or just like in general. And seeing those responses is always something that I find so interesting to see how like to see how introspective the students actually get or how serious they take the assignment. Because sure, Mm -hmm. some of them are going to be like, I learned blah, 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 blah. And it's like nothing. But most of the time, I actually get pretty well thought out responses that are like, I learned that I don't know how to study or like. I learned, oh my goodness, one of my students wrote this whole thing about like, I learned that teachers are really just like there to support you, but you have to make the most out of your education. Like, and I was like, wow, this girl's going to go places. Okay. And you learned that from here, sitting here with me? Love that. (laughs) She was like, teachers can be great and they can do all these things for you, but you have to take what you're getting and like expand upon it yourself. Like you have to be the go-getter. You got the key. You got the key already, ma'am. I was like, this girl <laughs> going places, love her. And then like another student said something about um, embracing delusion, which is a thing that I did tell them to do. Uh, and so like just seeing the response like that is like always great. And I always <laughs> remember uh, the first year that I taught the class and I gave the assignment and you know the student as well. <laughs> They wrote this response that was like, I learned to get on, stand up on a chair and project your voice. (laughs) And I'm like, that's so humiliating. But one time I really did need to, like, the kids are taller than me and uh, things had kind of gone off the rails, like nothing serious, but I literally did have to stand up on a chair to (laughs) to be taller than everyone to get their attention, to like say whatever I need to say to them. And I'm pretty sure it was me saying like, hey, I'm not going to be here for the next two days, so don't wild out. Right. But um, Middle of them wilding out already. Right. But it was like, (laughs) they learned like when when you need to find a chair, stand up on it and project your voice and like had this whole metaphor. And I'm like, why are you being so fake deep? Like, you're in 11th grade. Like, calm down. Literally. Um, 
but yeah, so those making them do those reflections is a bit of a tradition that I do at the end of the year. Okay. I don't think I really have anything that I make sure to always do. I just don't. Not in like a work schedule wise. I feel like maybe I would go and it's not sounding like it's a tradition if I have to say maybe. But <laughs> I feel like I would usually have like a nice like dinner mm-hmm. and stuff before like the night before the school year would start. Whether that was me getting something or cooking myself just because I like to cook. But a lot of the times I do remember like cooking myself a nice meal that night before, like just enjoy something that I enjoy, like having some wine, relaxing, enjoying the vibes. That's what, mm-hmm. I like. that's what I enjoy most. So I think that's probably something that I do to get ready for the school year and even with grad school, because I know that I've done that, too, like before my other semester started i'll be like okay like let's just have a nice dinner like have you some wine relax because the anxiety jumps out literally (laughs) it jumps out and i will be a whole mess sometimes and i really have to pull it together but um yeah i don't think i really have any other type of personal traditions but i always tell my family that we need like i want us to have more traditions Mm -hmm. so i'm gonna put that on my bucket list for 2023 like I can start it now I mean not bucket list my vision board (laughs) my vision board I low-key need to make a bucket list like what are the things I want to accomplish in this like no you have to do this by the end of the year that might rev me up a little bit that might be interesting Mm, okay so that would be spicy less of a bucket list and more of some resolutions no like things that like I like really really do like by 2023, these things have to be done. Resolutions, those don't last more than two days with me, baby. I'd be like, I do not care. I do not care about getting on that treadmill. I do not care about going on that walk. I do not care about drinking that gallon of water. Okay. So yeah, that's it. Hopefully that we can, then we can make more traditions as a family. Because mm-hmm. that's what I want to do. I always tell them, we don't have any traditions. Y'all are boring. Ooh. You too. You and my family. <laughs> <laughs> You well, are not exempt. It's not my fault y'all didn't have traditions before I got there. You ain't gave no good ideas either since you've been here. Um, wow. <laughs> just, what? I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. A little bit. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, that's it. Well, that was that was good. That was very nostalgic. I like that. Yeah, thanks for sharing um, and judging because I don't know. I, I just... Did. I'm walking away feeling judged. I'm walking away feeling like the things that came out of your mouth, you knew you were going to get judged for. <laughs> but it's a safe judging circle. So nobody else can judge you. Just me. Right. Y'all hear that? Don't judge me. Don't judge her. Because I don't play that. Right. And I will come for you. All right. Let's move right on into the pop culture segment for the week. I'm going to start with song slash music because nothing's changed. Nothing has changed since you heard me talk about music. I am still listening to Renaissance. If I could inject this into my veins, Mm -hmm. go ahead. Go ahead. Give it to me morning, noon, and night. Yesterday alone, I listened to that album seven times. Seven. It's just always on loop. 
which is seven hours. Like just seven hours and some change, people, if you're counting. Yeah, okay? it'd really be like seven hours and fourteen minutes. Fourteen minutes to be exact. That's what I did. Why? Why not? I was sitting in silence for most of it. So why sit in silence when you could be listening to Renaissance in the back? Okay. That's what I did. And the only time I wasn't listening to Renaissance was when I was asleep and I listened to the read to hear them discuss Renaissance. Right. So I don't know. Like you just, you girls just can't keep up with Beyonce. She's literally one of one. She meant what she said. And she said it with her chest. And y'all better make sure you heard it because she's not playing with you girls. And I don't care what nobody says. She's just like her mind. I don't understand it. And that's it. I'm not even going to do too much this week. You already know the vibes. Okay. What What about you? What you been listening to? Because I know it's not Renaissance. No, I'm judging you about that. Well, it's not it's not renaissance in its entirety like mm-hmm. i i i i think that i um until it's like a must tour the well, tour that's well, when you'll obviously. be ramped up again okay. yeah um and then like you know when you're just like in the mood to hear the whole thing through um but it's still it's just like the plucked out few songs i'll listen to here and there but the song that i actually want to say because it's august I want to say August by Taylor Swift. Now, the way that this song has a great bridge, and I don't even think that you've heard that song. I don't even think that you know it. I didn't. That's why I just fixed my face. I didn't because I'm like, I'm ready to judge, but I haven't even heard the song. So, But the the bridge, the, the storytelling, like August to me and i think to her too is in is in the folklore if you will name of the album of that like uh the love triangle that was existing in the album mm-hmm. in august is told from like the perspective of the the other um the one where it's like and it the lyric i love it so much because it's just now like you need to read the lyrics what part of it so um well one the bridge remember when i pulled up and said get in the car and then canceled my plans just in case you called back when i was living for the hope of it all no <laughs> your face will express <laughs> no because like canceled my plans just in case you called that is so sad yeah it is that is so sad. And then it was like, I can feel this lost. And August slipped away into a moment of time because it was never mine. Ooh. You were never mine. Oh, yikes. She and it's be. like, and it's like, you can just like think about it through like so many different like levels and like layers because like August as a concept of summer does slip away. Mm-hmm. We don't get to hold on to that feeling of being in summer forever. August could be the name of person. I don't think it is like whatever like but it's like this concept of something that doesn't belong to you slipping away wow wow so i love august um you can her props i heard two lines two bars you went two for two tyler that's all i got to say it's like it's just I'll so good when we get off the phone though because now you, i'm actually intrigued you really should like I know that we have differing opinions, but I also know that you respect a good, well-written piece of work. I do. And this is that. Okay. I'm going to listen. I'm going to listen and see what she's doing for me because when I tell you I haven't kept up with T-Swift since Style, (laughs) Style has me in a chokehold still. I don't care what nobody say. Style is one of her best songs ever. You could fight not me because it's the truth. 
it's just good. It's it, just good. It really is just good. And as soon as you hear that like baseline, as soon as you hear it, you are instantly transported. Like you're just transported and you have to simply give in. You have to. I'm going to sing it. I'm going to be off key and you're just going to deal with it because it's so good. It does not matter. Like the way that it's just like, it is an instant mood booster. Yep, it is. I will have to agree and give her that. Love Not it. too much. All Love right. it. Any other songs, music, or no, that's it for you? Um, No, that's it for me because really it's just like, I just want to give August as props because it is August right now. It is. And it was August's eighth month. It was the eighth song on the album. I felt really dumb for not noticing that until like, okay. it took me a bit. I love intentionality. I love that. Um, but yeah, that and like, I'm still listening to like Alien Superstar and Cuff It and America Has a Problem. Go you off. Know. Loving it. I love all the choices. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's talk about TV. So while I was in the middle of my traveling, you recommended a TV show to me because you are my personal TV recommender. I need a title for you. What is your self? Like, do you have a title for yourself? What would you call the gift that you were given from God? Because if you don't know her, like, I am not just saying this because she's my best friend and I love her. Her TV crafting abilities, they're literally a gift. Like, she's going to curate exactly what you would enjoy. She has not ever recommended a show to me that I didn't like. I really don't think you've ever recommended one where I was like, "Mm mm-mm, not that girl. I have have not finished a lot of them. Yeah. Might have started and didn't finish. (laughs) But none that I didn't under, like, I didn't actually like. And I appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, I do not know what I would call it. Uh, We have to think of a title for you. Yeah. Yeah, we're putting that on your new resume. Oh, my goodness. You have so many years of experience. It's okay. Yeah, it's all right. It's all good. It's good. It's fine. Don't worry. We'll talk about that later. But the TV show that she recommended was The Summer I Turned Pretty. It is on Amazon Prime Video. And if you listen to, I don't remember if it was this episode or the one before, I mean, or the first one, maybe both. We talked about me becoming a romance girly because I'm not... Right. I'm never with that romance. But I've been with that romance. I read romantic books. I watch romantic TV shows. I'm starting to listen and really love Plastic Off the Sofa. Like, I'm in the love era right now. Okay. And the summer I turned pretty was so cute. If you love romance, if you love stuff with teenagers, like cute romance, you know, just something i feel like it was also a great show to watch to end like the summer kind of yeah like it just felt very like well wrapped up it did it's very much like coming of age um mixed with like these romance themes and then like also mixed with like so much like heart Mm -hmm. because i told you i was crying (laughs) yeah you were crying i don't think i cried but i think i came close or maybe i did cry you like understood yeah yeah but that was really good and that is what i have been watching i finished it literally in what like three days four days i don't know yeah it was like you watched it on your way to new orleans and then like picked it back up and you were going home and finished it the next day i think yeah it was great so if you like romance you want to try and be a romance girly the summer i turned pretty it's cute 
What yeah. about you? Um. Uh, well, one more on the summer turn pretty. It is based off of a book. Hmm. It's based off of a book. I don't know if it's a series. Okay. And I wish I knew the author's name, but it's also the same person that did to all the boys I loved before in that book series. Hmm. So that's that whole vibe. If you know those movies, definitely recommend the show. Um, a show because I I've been watching so many oh, things because the book. Hmm? I was going to tell you who wrote the book. Oh, yeah. Because I just looked it up. Um, the Summer I Turned Pretty is by Jenny Han. H-A-N. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. If, you, if you're if a book girly and you want to check out the book, maybe another TV show. All right. Or both. Um, ¿Por qué no los dos? So, I've been watching a lot of TV because at one point I wasn't and I was like, I need to catch up on so many <laughs> things. I need to just <sighs> devote my time and energy into catching up on all these things. Um, mm-hmm. And... I'm actually gonna give the nod to Reservation Dogs, which I really wasn't even that far behind on it. Um, and you just made a face and no one could see. <laughs> what is that? Okay, so Reservation Dogs is in its second season, and I will say that these four episodes have been so strong, so good. I've thoroughly enjoyed them. So Reservation Dogs is this show that is created by uh, Sterling Harjo and Taika um, Watiti. Taika that did like Thor Ragnarok. Taika okay. does uh, what we do in the shadows and our flag means death, right? That Taika. Um, so it's him and it's either Sterling or Starlin. It's Sterling Harjo. I'm going to commit to that and hope that I'm right. <laughs> um, and it's about uh, this group of friends that live on like a reservation right so they're indigenous mm-hmm. um and they're grappling with the loss of one of their friends and like they have the aspiration to leave the reservation which i believe is in oklahoma and like go to california right like that's like what their goal is and so they need to save up money by doing all these things to get there but like you just kind of see like life on like the reservation and like i think they love the movie reservoir dogs and so like reservation dogs is like a play on okay. it's a play on that movie reservoir dogs it's children teenagers um yeah they're teens okay. but like you really never I've been thinking about this a lot, (laughs) but you really never focus on their ages. And so it's like, they could be 12 to 18. They could be 12 to 20. Honestly, I don't know. Like, Allure seems more like, seems like to be the oldest who may be like 18 ish. Mm -hmm. But then, like, Cheese looks pretty young. Cheese could be 14. I don't actually know. Okay. Um, They like don't go to school ever in this show. I don't know what season it is. It's it's Oklahoma. I guess you don't really know ever. <laughs> um, yeah, I, don't know. Not, <laughs> I have no idea. Um, but I just think that it's so well written and so well crafted. And like I'm not like an indigenous person, but the way in which the story is told is so specific that you find relatability in the specificness. And so they they have their own culture and their own cultural differences, but like you get to just see their culture and like live in it and they don't teach you anything about it. You're just there existing. And I love that the most as like a peeking into like what other people have going on in their lives. And I love that there's so much like indigenous talent, like on the screen. And this is one of those few shows that exist that are helmed and written and like directed and have actors that are indigenous in it. Like this show, Rutherford Falls, as well as Dark Winds, like they're all changing the game and opening these doors and you love to see it. Yeah. that's very important. We love inclusivity. Mm -hmm. All right. Movies. Bodies, bodies, bodies. Yes. (laughs) 
I went and saw Bodies, Bodies, Bodies today um, because I had been waiting on this movie for what feels like so long because I saw a TikTok like a long time ago that might have been a trailer for this movie and didn't know when it was coming out. Mm-hmm. And I saw Amanda Steinberg? Amanda Steinberg? How do you Steinberg, know? I think. Yeah, that's probably it. Um, they're in it. Uh, this one girl who was in that show Generation was in it. Um, this girl who's in Shiva Baby and that uh, this other show that like wasn't that great. Call Your Mom, she was in it. Pete Davidson is in it. Random. Random. <laughs> um, <laughs> but oh my goodness. And then the girl who plays Harper in Industry was in it. And I didn't realize that until today. I, I don't think I realized who she was in like the trailer or anything. But so I really liked it. I just really liked it. I was in the back. I'm like laughing. I don't know if I was supposed to be. I was holding some laughter in because no one else was laughing. But I thoroughly enjoyed Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. Um, I think it's like a bit satirical. Uh, I was kind of stressed out (laughs) during some of it because I was really like trying to figure it out. Like I was really trying to put the pieces together. And unfortunately, I didn't. On a scale of one to ten, what would you rate it? Um, I would say this movie is like an eight. Okay. I also think it's like the perfect length. There's only like 94 minutes, which I don't think movies need to be longer than 110, <laughs> honestly. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a fan of a long movie. You're just barely think- keeping my attention for uh, like five minutes is a struggle. Oh my goodness. For me, personally. But yeah. like at an hour and a half, I'm itching. For real. Mm. Can't take it. Did you watch any movies? I don't think I've watched any movies because of that reason. I'm not mm. a movie girly. I understand. <laughs> I'm, I'm also not. You're not, yeah, either. But you do watch them a lot more frequently than me. <laughs> but I can't. I feel like the last movie I watched was probably when I saw Nope in theaters. Mm. I don't really watch them often on my own at home. Like, I have to be going to the movies to really watch a movie unless it's one of my favorites. Wow. Like, Pridesmaids or something. Yeah. I will turn I'm that like- on really planning like i need to have a movie day because i need to watch like i just feel like there's so many movies i need to watch like i need to watch um look both ways which you have any idea what i'm talking about Mm -mm. okay well it's a movie with lily reinhardt who uh rodale oh i know her and aisha d okay I can probably just stop there and you understand why i watch watch why i want to watch the movie you can um (laughs) but it looks uh kind of i hear there's reference a lot uh, I hear this reference a lot about like the sliding doors thing, but I don't know if you know what I'm talking about if I say like sliding doors. So I'm pretty sure that this movie is chronicling like two different life paths. And okay. like when you come to a specific crossword, crossroads, you can make a certain decision or make a different one. And like those split and branch off like your life options there. Mm-hmm. And so like there was a show recently, Ordinary Joe, that dealt with three parallel tellings of different like life path stories for this dude. I did not watch the show, but I know that that's like the premise. Mm-hmm. And so this Lily is like the main character and there's one life path in which I think she has the baby in like a different life path in which like she didn't get pregnant at all or something like that. I don't know. Oh, yeah. But I want to do this. That is. I want somebody uh, to do this for me. Oh, okay. You want you want to know. Like, I don't necessarily need to know why I'm allowed. Yeah, I don't need to know why I'm allowed, though. Well, I would love to know like once once it's all over. Like what if I would have done this instead, what could have, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm very interested in that. 
Wow. But I don't think I would be able to keep up in a TV show because you know I don't pay attention enough. Well, it's just a movie. It's not a show. I didn't watch Ordinary okay. Joe. This movie is called Look Both Ways and it's on Netflix now. Oh, that's on. Okay, well, I'm going to let you watch it first still <laughs> because I need to know. Like, I'm going to see Bodies, 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 but I had to know first. Like, do you think I'm going to like it? I don't like going into stuff blind. I need to be a little, I need to, just something. Give me a little. Do you recommend yes or no? Well, yeah. I mean, not you, oh. but, you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, you did recommend. That's why I'm going to see it now. So excited yeah. about that. So, yeah, that's our movies. Now, we all know I don't have a book. So do you? I definitely do have a book that I started and finished all within less than 24 hours. Okay. You know this. Or I think you do. I oh, talked I about know. this. You do. <laughs> um, the book that I read was I'm Glad My Mom Died by Jeanette McCurdy. And right. I saw, yes, I saw so many people talking about this book. One thing I really do love is a good documentary. Now, follow me here because this is not a documentary. I understand that. It's not. But I love like true experiences and being able to hear people like recount them or discuss them, tell them things like that. So reading her book, I don't know if it was this. These words are going to get me here. I don't know if it's technically a memoir or an autobiography. Is a memoir once you're once you've passed? No, you can write a, no, you can write a memoir and still be alive. Let's look up the difference. You can write a memoir and still be alive, and you can write an auto well, obviously autobiography, like you wrote it. But an autobiography is an account of a person's entire life, but a memoir usually is only about one part. Okay, so this would be an autobiography then, because it wasn't just about one part of her life it was mm-hmm. about the whole span of it and what I think I enjoyed most about the book was one I listened to it, it was nowhere to be found in stores I literally tried to order it in my bed at like 11 o'clock at night and everywhere just kept saying out of stock won't ship to this one I'm very impatient like when I <laughs> I need it now so because I love also reading books and listening to them on audiobook I have an Audible subscription, so I just downloaded the audiobook. And that's how I ended up finishing it so fast. Because I just sat on my balcony and listened to it like all day basically. Um a quick question. Did she narrate her own book? Yes. Which okay. is that was my next thing because it was also so good because she narrated it. Mm-hmm. And I think I really enjoyed it a lot more because of that. But her emotion was very honest and it was just a whirlwind of emotions. Like I didn't laugh a whole bunch, but you laughed a few times. It was a it was very reflective. Like as she talked about some of her personal struggles, her struggles in the industry, and it was very interesting to see how I don't even know, like I just felt so bad. (laughs) I literally just felt so bad in so many different parts, but it's like, I don't want to feel bad for you because this is your life and you Mm -hmm. live it. And I feel like when people say that to people, it is disrespectful. I don't know, Mm -hmm. but it was, she went through a lot and shout out to her for still being here. (laughs) That's, that's literally all I can think of to say, because it was a lot. So there were, I would probably say maybe a couple like trigger warnings, for like if you're interested in reading it like there's points that talk about having eating disorders there's different points talking about 
um, not, I don't want to say like sexual trauma necessarily or sexual abuse, but like just something that might make you uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. So, but other than that, it was a great book. I would definitely recommend if you don't want to read it, just listen to it on audiobook because hearing her recount her own story was very powerful. Mm-hmm. But I really did enjoy that. And even though you don't read books, I think you would like this book because you like listening to books like this or reading books like this. Like, I feel like most of the books you have are written by <laughs> some sort of entertainer who decided to write about their life. I'm not making that up because I've been to like book signings with you where you don't read the book, but you go because you're interested in the person. And I think this would be a good book for you. So if you want to, you know, start with a book, because we're going to get you to read a book. That's all part of this plan. Mm-hmm. I think you should start with that one. You would enjoy it. I have absolutely no doubt that I would enjoy this book because I had been hearing about this book for like a while because of just the type of stuff that I consume or the random articles and stuff that I see. So like I had seen this book title floating around for like so long and been like, oh, wow, this thing is finally coming out. And the Um, title was just so enticing. Like that was the perfect title of a book to get people's engagement Mm -hmm. i'm glad my mom died you instantly have me wanting to figure out why why are you glad what she do that was my first question no no questions asked it's time it's time for me to get this on audible but yeah just like that idea and also just like jeanette mccurdy's experiences in general i just find that to be fascinating um especially like just like all the stuff with like dan schneider and like all those other shows that were on and then like and you know i didn't really keep up with stuff like that Mm -hmm. so like me listening to this blindly and not knowing i mean i knew a a little stuff about her like her unhappiness with working there and stuff like that but i i never keep up with stuff like that for real like i'm not part of the tv world i don't know any actor or actress's name ever like unless you're my favorite i don't know you and that's that's just not me being rude it's just it's just hard to keep up but (laughs) going in blind reading this i was just in shock like i was literally in shock listening to it because i'm like these people treat children like this she was a child yeah she's a kid like they're all children and y'all are treating them so terribly and you know, kids just, they're my soft spot. So I'm sitting here crying on the balcony oh over something that happened to her when she was six. <laughs> I just can't get it together. But Whirlwind of Emotions, definitely a good book. I think you should give it a listen. You don't even got to buy it. Just listen. Put them headphones in. Pop them in. Sit on your balcony. Chill. Go for a little walk. Listen. It'll be over for you. know, it took me six hours. Okay. It was also sped up, but it was just a book slow. Like, come on, get to it. <laughs> so, yeah, you were the first person that I thought to recommend it to because my sisters asked me, did I like it after I finished? Because mm-hmm. I told them I was reading it too. And I told Tyler that I wouldn't recommend it to her, even though it was a good book. But yeah. you were the first person that I was like, oh, yeah, you should read this. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for joining us for week three episode three of carpet time confessions be sure to follow us on instagram at carpet time confessions and twitter at ct underscore confession anything else where we go um no just make sure you come back and join us next time on the carpet see y'all next week